Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and anything else we can think of. As always, I am Nick, and joining me this week is the incredibly busy and person who eats breakfast at entirely the wrong time of day, YouTuber extraordinaire Dapper Paper Bag. Hello. He's giving me shit for eating breakfast at three o'clock. Yeah, be- we can't do this now because it will just be an hour <laughs> of us arguing. arguing over the semantics of breakfast. It's not worth it. How are you, apart from your messed up eating habits? I'm pretty tired, but I'm okay. Yeah. But yeah, we yeah we should we should say we've both had very busy weeks, so yeah. that's probably why we haven't been so active on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we normally try and get things organised. But yeah, we've both had really busy weeks, so we apologise. But we did kind of warn you that this could happen. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, what have you been up to this week, Dan? I have been working on television again, so I was working with SDV and I was working on The Late Show, and I was operating the auto okay, For those who don't know, that is what the presenter reads off of, and there's usually someone, unless you're in news, <coughs> if you're in news and you usually use a pedal to operate it yourself, but if it's like a talk show, there's usually someone operating it, yes. and yeah, it was terrifying. to know that like practically the presenters if we finished on time it was like due to me and the PA and if we didn't it was because of me (laughs) so yeah but we finished on time practically every night so yeah that's good Um, I've also been playing some GTA I've actually played a lot of games because I didn't go to uni while I was on work experience. So look at you with your non-busy week. Yeah, but I yeah, but I was too busy working in TV to go in. So I was just like, yeah, just gonna you know chill a little bit and enjoy this while I can. So I played some GTA, became a hot biker because biker DLC came out and. on Tuesday, I played some Diablo, Hearthstone, Overwatch, and The Sims. I also live-streamed The Sims last night, which is probably why I'm tired. I gained a new mod on my channel. And I have also been playing slash live-streaming YouTuber's Life, which is kind of similar to The Sims, except your objective is to become a successful YouTuber. And I have to say, it is pretty accurate <laughs> to what the YouTuber's Life is. So, yeah. Mm. That's what I've been doing. Cool. Uh, for me, I, I won't go into... Uh, de- I've had a very busy week. I won't go into details here because it's not very interesting or not very relevant. But yeah, just what I like to call life admin has got in my way. Like, I've just been busy not because of uni and stuff, but just everything else has kind of been on my head and I've had lots mm-hmm. of things to do. But I have found time to play some games. I lost my Rocket League virginity this week. Oh, nice. Oh, so- that is a great game. The first, the that first is. time I played it, we did, we did like we, we were just playing against the computer. It was three of us on the same side playing against the computer. Mm-hmm. Just such fun, so frenetic and fantastic, and yeah. Uh, so I, what I decided to do, literally, as I as I'd finished playing, I was like, right, I'm going to order that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just flat out, like, right, I'm going to order it. I, I looked on PSN, uh, PlayStation Network, and I was like, oh, it's sixteen pound. Uh, it's not, it's not too. That's not too bad. I should point out uh, before I get into this story as well. I have now ordered it. But I don't have um, PlayStation Plus, and I don't really intend to. So no one will be playing against me, so we can't really stream it, I'm afraid. But mm. So you might be thinking, why the I hell did I buy it? I can play against you, I have it. It's cross-platform. No, but it's, I think it's, it's still, it requires PlayStation Plus for multiplayer. 
online. Oh, that's your problem. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, like, it's not something I really can be, like, I don't, for the amount it costs, I'm not really going to get much out of it. So I know you all might think I'm mental for buying a game that I can't really play properly, but mm. I, I like playing games like that against the computer, like when I've played football games in the past. Yeah. But yeah, so that's hopefully coming early next week. I'm hoping it comes the same day that Rise of the Tomb Raider comes, which I'm so excited for. It's just not true. Mm, but then I you can get help into... me with the button stuck on. <laughs> when I get there, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I want to get into it quickly, and I don't want to harp about this in too long, but I've found a real problem with PlayStation Network. Uh, when it comes to trying to make a purchase, because I read that when it comes to inputting all the information you have to put in, like uh, payment details, billing addresses, and things, apparently you have to make you have to make sure it's exactly the same than sort of the information they use it to check against, which is normally banking information. But the the really dumb thing is the forms that they use, so as in the bits you have to fill out, are have some required fields, so things you have to fill out that only make sense in the US. Yeah. So, for example, it makes state or province a required field, even though it yeah. knows if you're not in the US. So if you try and fill it, every time I've tried to fill it out, it's failed because it goes, well, our information doesn't match. Well, that's because you're asking me to put in information that I don't have because I don't, I shouldn't need to input that information. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it seems like I just can't buy anything on PSN. The only way I would do it is if I bought gift cards and got money onto my account that way. So it's a, it's a really weirdly don't, specific system. Don't you have, like, little areas within your city that are called, like... It's like, within our city, we do have, like, kind of providences. Yeah, um, well... So, like, we have, like, West Lothian, Mid Lothian, East Lothian kind yeah, of stuff within the city. So, so. Sort, of, sort of, but I think even if I, imp- if I sort of found the right information to put in those fields, I think when it tried to do the check... It would go, well, we can't find any inf- information in that field against the information you've required, so it's not a match, so it will fail. Like, I it, think it's stupid, because I get annoyed with that on other system. things. Yeah, because normally, like, when you're doing most things, if people have, like order things, you can basically get away with putting in the bare amount of information, and things, normally, like if you're ordering things, end up where they need to be. Yeah. Like, the only reason all those extra fields exist is if you live in like a big apartment block, so they can yeah. work out the exact location. Yeah. yeah, it's it's super dumb, and I don't quite. And I've like I've actually I've been tweeting them as support and be like, how the hell are people outside the US supposed to do this? Da, 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 but no one's got back to me. Yeah, um, they're really the bad. one. No, yeah, the one nice thing I found out about PSN, and this is sort of our uh, public service announcement, is I didn't know you can have two factor two factor authentic authentication on your PSN account, okay. which I think is actually quite a useful feature. Especially if you are someone who buys a lot of uh, things through PSN. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to games, I actually played a little bit of No Man's Sky this week. Mm-hmm. It was a classic case of I have some podcasts to listen to. I wasn't feeling The Witcher, and yeah, it is what it is. I, yeah, I, I, it was quite exciting. I, I ended up on one of the planets that's incredible, incredibly resource rich, but incredibly hostile. Mm-hmm. So almost as soon as you step out, you get blown to pieces. <laughs> Which is nice, and I found, yeah, and it's just, it, it killed some time. Um, I finished the first season of Daredevil on Netflix. I am, I was happy with that, it's very good. A lot of people say the second series isn't so good, but yeah. I'll have to wait and see. And then lastly, this is just something I've noticed in the last couple of hours, because I was watching some telly earlier. I don't know if it's because it's coming up to Christmas, but I was seeing a lot of adverts yeah, for games. Yeah, I seen um, Gears of War being advertised the other night, and I was like, Oh, I really need to get that game, but like, yeah, why is I was, this on TV? 
Yeah, the main ones I was seeing were <laughs> Mafia Three, yeah. and obviously Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. And I was thinking, and I was thinking back, and I was thinking, games don't get that much advertising. Like usually, proper, proper big Christmas ones do. Yeah, like I think FIFA's been getting a lot as well, but FIFA always does. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can, I can remember of like obviously a few months ago, I think it was around last Christmas, seeing an advert for Uncharted Four, I think, and getting properly excited because I was like, look, it's on the telly, and you can actually, yeah watch it and things so yeah that was just something I noticed it probably is just because it's the run up to Christmas but it's just nice and it just reminded me that I'm going to get Tomb Raider in like three days time yeah so yeah it's also um, made me want to buy um, Years of War 4 and like that's really expensive and I'm just sitting there like I need to save money so that I can go to Ireland not spend it on games <laughs> well priorities it's like do I really need this game? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, I do. I, I did have so that. Badly. I did have that moment with Rocket League, and I was like, "This is just about cheap enough that I don't really care." Yeah, I, that was the same with me and um, like YouTubers' life. Yeah, it was just like, oh well, this is only like a tenner, so it's fine. And I was just like, yeah. I really want the new Gears game. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, it'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll come down in price. Yeah, I'll probably end up just caving in and getting it, and then I'll end up yeah, apologising no, to Flywheel and saying, yeah, I can't come because I spent money on games. And yeah, listeners, like, games uh, the are bets, more important. Yeah, listeners, the bets start from this week. How quickly will Dapper cave? It'll probably be right after the podcast, to be honest. Yeah. You'll just put a tweet of just you on like Amazon with the cursor hovering over the buy button. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at yeah. it right now on Windows Store. Oh, don't! Oh, on the window. Uh, the window. Uh, oh, Windows. That's the only uh. way it comes out on PC. Really? Yeah, Windows. Oh, 10. Microsoft! What are you doing? Hey, like if that is the way that they're doing it, I'm quite happy. It's coming out on PC. I don't give a shit. Games for Windows. Well, I, I know. I think they scrapped it, but Games for Windows Live is one of the worst pieces of software I ever had the misfortune to use. Oh, but it's Windows 10 now. I don't care. I refuse. <laughs> I don't care if they've changed it. Games for Windows Live is so bad. Uh, do I need a haircut or do I need this game? <laughs> That's what it's coming to. <laughs> Jesus, your haircuts cost you like 40, yeah. 50 quid. Um, Just do it yourself. Put a bowl on your head. A bowl on my head? Jesus Christ, yeah. that's worse than the haircut that I've got now. Not likely. Oh, oh, don't. Then the back of my hair is really annoying me because it's like starting to grow well, oh no it's been growing, damn hair like, and it's inconvenience it, it looks growing. like it looks stupid whereas like the top looks okay but then the back just looks ridiculous and i'm just like yeah she should have cut my back shorter than my top yeah never did i expect to have a hairdressing segment on this podcast <laughs> Fuck it, anyway, buy it. you actually buy it now live yeah. on air so oh <laughs> well done listeners we bullied her into doing it <laughs> So come on, how much is this costing you? It's going to cost me 50 quid. Bloody hell! It's worth it. I feel that you shouldn't really record and try and input details (laughs) while you're doing this. I'm not, it's already got my details. Oh, that's dangerous. (laughs) Oh no, it's just PayPal. Yeah, I hate PayPal. (laughs) I like PayPal. It it gives me money, so... Well, yeah, well, I suppose. <laughs> it's acquiring the license, it's downloading. Pause the download. 
I was going to say, yeah, do not try and download like 50 gig while we're trying to record because no. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, we'll move on into news. Uh, one of the first bits of news that, annoyingly, this is uh, United States only for the time being, but obviously we're, we, like, we like to tell these things. Uh, but PS4 games are now available on the website uh, Green Man Gaming, which for those who don't know is a site that basically just sells uh, online codes, on, online copies of games. Now, in the past, they've... They've had a bit of controversy because people have questioned whether the, how they're if they're legally obtaining the codes for these games. Yeah. But as well as um, and at having this deal with PlayStation, they've also said that now they will show and they will actually release where they get these codes from, mm-hmm. just to say, look, we're all above board. Yeah. And yeah, it's quite an interesting idea that I yeah I don't like. I don't have anything against digital games if it's cheaper, and obviously yeah. I like the fact you don't have to wait for delivery. And obviously, I have now I've proven that I can't buy things through PS4. But if you give me a code, like that should work. But yeah, yeah, it's an it's an interesting step forward, and I think because yeah, the company themselves have said they're striving to become like the biggest yeah. sort of digital market uh, gaming marketplace, which is an interesting. Uh, I've been screwed over by one of their competitors once. Which one? Which competitor? G2A. Every everyone talks about G two A, and I think they're okay. But like, I was gonna say, I think they're on the slightly more dodgy end of the spectrum. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's that's probably liable. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly on the more yeah. dodgy end of the spectrum. Pretty much, I but I think it was like Fallout Three, yeah, um, for PC, and basically I entered the code into my Steam, and it was just like this code's already been taken. Yeah, I was like, well, there's no way because I've just bought it. Yeah, I had a, well, I had a weird minor thing when I bought um, my copy of Assassin's Creed Unity that came with a code for like a little bit of DLC, mm. and that didn't that didn't say the code has been used. It just didn't recognise the code at all. Yeah, and it was weird. Like I, did, I just I bought the physical thing through Amazon. It was a code in the box, and I've had stuff like that before, and it's worked fine. And it's yeah. just a bit weird that, but well, it's like I think codes like that they are always always a bit dodgy. Like then, yeah, like wasn't it when. Destiny did that thing with uh, Red Bull and then oh. someone managed to break all the codes anyway. Oh my god. Best marketing. Well done, Destiny. <laughs> Bungie or 434, whoever it is. Bungie. Yeah. 434 but, um, scale. No, but uh, it used to be Bungie. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so this uh, this next bit of news is now going to be make you very happy as opposed to ambivalent, given what you've just done in the last five seconds. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. There's basically just been like huge differences in the final game to Gears of War Four. Yeah. Um, yeah, which isn't surprising. That yeah. quite often happens. So there's differences because... such as the lighting, animation, and all of that yeah. in the players' encounters. So yeah, often, often you'll find that obviously yeah, because when things are shown at E3, they're almost always still only part with your development. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I think I've, I think it's quite interesting when, like, there's quite a lot of it. There's always interesting videos on YouTube of, like, look at the development of this game of, like, here's footage of of how it looks at E3, whatever. Yeah. And, oh, look how the UI is different. And I find stuff like that quite interesting. It's like, um, the U- oh, what was it? Division at E3 was, like, completely yeah. advertised completely differently. And it looked better at E3 than what, what it turned out to be because it's garbage. Mm. I don't well, like that game anymore. It has the same effect to me as Destiny. Like once you miss like a couple of days playing, like that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, they had a bit of a problem because, yeah, I remember we talked about it on this podcast way back in the day of, like, yeah, within about a month they'd lost something like 93% of their player base. Yeah. This so, is before uh, I'd met you because, like, this is yeah, when this I was, was playing it on yeah. the stream. This is back in the days of friend of the show Brad. Yeah, Brad and Rena. I feel like too. I should, I should, <laughs> they were organised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who were actually organised. Well, well, yeah, we were, basically. <laughs> whereas, it, whereas, yeah, little, little insight into what it's like now, listeners. It'll become like half an hour before I plan to record, and Dapper's not even out of bed yet. So, yeah, I was still in bed like half an hour ago, but I was awake because my alarm had went off, especially for the podcast. So, oh, nice to know you. And then I was like, yeah, I'll just go up, make myself some breakfast. So I'm there for three, and I was there for three. So well, not, well, <laughs> you wouldn't, yeah. But I've had a far more productive day. I was up at eight o'clock. I got work done. Yeah, but I was busy at night. <laughs> really busy. You were playing The Sims YouTube I wasn't, thing. I wasn't playing The Sims, but I was, yeah. But I was also waiting for the live streamer that I was, I was supposed to mod for to go live, and then he didn't go live. Yeah. And then I was like, it's... oh, well, I'm just going to watch yeah. other live streamers while it's I fun. play this game. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, yeah, there's not... It's with this Gears of War piece, there's not... Yeah. It's one of those things you, listeners, if you're interested in, it's probably better you read it and yeah. look at it rather than us try and ham-fistedly explain it because it's basically, podcasts are audio mediums. It's not ideal. It's basically little minor changes. It's not like yeah, shocking it's not like, game changes. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna, they've redone the game entirely. Yeah. Although I was shocked that in the advert, because like at first at E3 you didn't realise that it was Marcus's son, yeah. And then in the advert, it's like, now my sons. And I'm just like, oh, Marcus is there. Yes. And then yeah. I, that's what made me buy it. Because I was just like, yes, I want Marcus. Yeah. I love Marcus. Yeah, that's good. Everyone loves Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, this uh, next bit of news is inter- interesting. It's uh, regarding Mafia 3. And it was just when the uh, game first came out, it was, they said it was going to be capped at 30 frames per second. Because mm-hmm. obviously to, uh, for PC, to obviously just maintain stability. But yeah. uh, now in an upcoming patch, there will also be uh, options to have it in 60 frames or an unlimited frames option. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm actually glad that Mafia 3 has been brought up because I know nothing about the game, nothing about the series, but uh, a few interesting things I've read about it, that it's had a bit of a dodgy uh, PC launch. Mm-hmm. People having a lot of problems with it, and um, I yeah, because I, obviously we were saying last week we had that article of like, is it one of the best open world games to come? And I think I've seen a couple of people describe it as a lot like Assassin's Creed One, mm-hmm. where an open world game where all the sort of the side stuff you do is just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So it's nothing's yeah, ever going to top like Witcher or GTA. I'm sorry, but well, what about that? Oh, what's that called? Cyberpunk 2088 that CG product Oh, yeah, that would be quite good, actually. That's so yeah. far away. Yeah. I kind of forgot oh, that existed because it's so far away. Yeah. Sorry, just regarding our um, comment about uh, game adverts, obviously this is less uh, of a surprise, but I'm just on GameSpot double-checking these articles. And oh, look, I got an advert for Rise of Tomb Raider. It's like it's coming out next week or something. Yeah, I just clicked on this article, right? And then this like advert started playing. So, like, yeah. if we're using the sync track, like, you guys yeah. will have gotten... Yeah. You will have got a tiny bit of Music. generic protagonist 511 from Rise of Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, too bu- I was too busy staring at Lara Croft to notice, so it's fine. 
because she looks so realistic. The ponytail physics. Keep yeah. those two. Like, see That's on PC. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah Tress. I think it's, it's it's got some stupid name. I think it's called Tress FX. Yeah, it's Maybe. to do with Nvidia. Oh, or is that Witcher? I think that's actually Witcher. I don't know. But yeah, to the point where we get like realistic ponytail movement and realistic beard growth is yeah, it's proof cool. of where gaming has gone. It's facial hair. Yes. <laughs> it's I thought game's been missing. Yeah. Although if you want facial hair, go play Uncharted 4. Yeah, I want to play that. I want it to come out on PC, but... Yeah. I'm, um, I don't I don't think it ever had a PC release. No, I think it would do well if it did, though. It's what it's like Tomb Raider. It would do well. Yeah, but Tomb Raider has a PC release. Yeah, I know. It's not. It's not an exclusive. I know. Sort of. But then, yeah. But then, I think this is off topic a bit. But I think companies need exclusives to get you to buy their console. Yeah, that is true. But they could do like, like if what like if I re- like if no timed exclusivity deals are the worst thing ever. <laughs> I've had to wait a year for this. Dang it! Damn it. Uh um, yeah, this uh, next bit of news is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Oculus has now sort of uh, released, announced the price and the release date for their Oculus t- Touch controllers. Mm-hmm. So these are sort of thing uh, controllers you hold in your hand to sort of supplement the VR experience to give you uh, much more realistic hand movements. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they've announced that these are these are the controllers that will uh, these will be out, and then the, they will launch in America. Uh, on December the sixth, two hundred dollars, and then this is this is interesting. They were launching the UK on November the twenty third, so slightly earlier, mm-hmm. for one hundred and ninety pound. That's not too bad. That's not too. Uh, I don't know if that's for one. I assume that's just for one, yeah. rather than two. But yeah, it's it's di- <sighs> it, it it is difficult. Like, yeah. but yeah, someone's point. Someone's pointing out that uh, in this article. The cost of an Oculus Rift and controllers is seven hundred and thirty-eight pounds, yeah. whereas a HTC, whereas a HTC Vive is seven hundred and sixty pounds. Both of which is an absurd amount of money anyway. Yeah, but it's at least implying the Oculus is the slightly better mm-hmm. option. But it's... I'm just going to wait till they come down in price. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, because like it's the same thing. Like PSVR, I've been reading up about it, yeah. and it does interest me, and it'd be really cool. But it's still. It's like it's the cost of the console again, really, and it's like urgh, it's just a bit. It's a. I think it's still a bit too expensive. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where they're going to find like a lot of flaws in it. Of where it's like, I know I've said this in the past, but like some of the games aren't up to scratch yet. So yeah. it's like they're going to find a lot of one. They're going to find a lot of flaws, and two people are going to think, well, that game doesn't really look that good. So why yeah. would I buy it in VR for it to just look terrible around me? Yeah, well, that's why I money, think, I think. Yeah, that's what, well, that's why I kind of think for any for any early adopters, I think it's quite nice that there are some games where yeah. they're sort of like saying, "Here's like an extra bit of content that's VR." So if you've got yeah. the game normally, you can just enjoy that, and if you happen to have a VR system, you can have an extra. So yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider's done it, Battlefront's done it, mm-hmm. and a couple of others. And yeah, I think, at least for a start, that's the way in. Because yeah, I think any of the dedicated VR mm-hmm. games, you might go, I spent £30 on this and yeah. it's not. Like, um, I yeah, would, it's... I would quite... I can see the upside to VR. So, like, medical yes. students and 
all that stuff, don't get me wrong, but like just for like the regular average consumer, it's just it's not there yet for me. Yeah, like when I think there is, there will come a time when it will come, and yeah, it and I think it will end up as something that a lot of us have. I just don't think that time is now. Yeah, but they need to like, start enter. somewhere, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously, um, they, we we won't plan to talk about this, but uh, Google announced their uh, Daydream VR yeah. headset as well, which a lot of people are thinking is this. Is this going to be one of the ways in? Because people, a lot of people that have used it have said that it's far more comfortable mm-hmm. than a lot of um, a lot of other VR headsets. Obviously, it's not designed to compete with the Vive and things because it's just a system of put your phone in a box with some lenses in it. But yeah. it's a start. So yeah, is it going to be a case if it'll take something like Google to really get kind of like VR? Google Cardboard, pretty much, is what you're saying? No, well, no, it's 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 far better, and it's using their uh, daydream architecture yeah. that they're now c- currently building into phones. Uh, Google's recently announced Google Pixel is currently the only mm-hmm. daydream compatible VR phone available. That's but, pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's a step up from cardboard. It's supposed to uh, rival the Samsung Gear VR. Yeah, that would be good. But yeah, I could. But yeah, I could. Well, yeah, we don't particularly want. To, like Google did a lot of that Google conference. Some of it was interesting, some of it was yeah. less interesting, but yeah. yeah. No surprises. The Pixel is more expensive is ludicrously expensive, but yeah. then <laughs> I think you could tell the fact they dropped the Nexus brand that that was gonna happen. Yeah. But that's not important. Um so yeah, we have some Final Fantasy fifteen news that's made Dapper very sad. Everyone get your violins out. Oh, tap on the back now. Put yourself together. Heartbreaking. I'm sorry. I Slap across the it. face. Ow! God damn it. <laughs> See? That hurts. See, that's the power of podcasting. Look, I can do it again. Ah! <laughs> hate you so much. I don't. I know you do. I don't. Yeah. Uh, that, listeners, is what's known as a joke. <laughs> For those who didn't know. But yeah, the director of Final Fantasy XV has come out and said that it would take more than a year to bring the game to PC. Yep. Which I can sort of see why, because I Same. I kind I got caught reading and I was caught. I shouldn't say I was caught. That sounds like it was bad. I was reading an article yesterday about why Mafia Three was having mm-hmm. uh, problems with its PC launch, and it's nothing new. But it's just a case of like every single Xbox One and every single PS4 is identical to every other PS4 and Xbox One. So you can make a game, and as long as it works, then it's fine. Yeah. Whereas with PCs, there's like tens of components that can differ. Yeah. So you need to check that it works on as many of them as possible. And that's yeah. that's the real reason of why you can get such discrepancies in games working for some people and not for other people. Yeah. Like and that's why it takes so long. It's just a fact of the industry. And like if we if if there came like a standardization of PC parts, well then it would kind of be like a point where you just turn a PC into a games console. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not great news for the fans that want it, but I think it's going to be another case of it's better to wait and actually have it function than then they then, or instead have them end up in a bit of an Arkham Knight situation where they go, right, the game's out, but no, it's it's completely unplayable. No one wants it. (laughs) Exactly. And then they have to end up refunding everyone. It just costs them money. Yeah. And yeah, even though people get shitty these days when games get delayed, Mm -hmm. like I would rather it be delayed. Exactly. Uh, yeah, although I am, I, I kind of want to know. He won't play it on PC, but I'm curious what core of the One Track Gamers thinks about this, given that he got really pissy when they said they're going to delay it. 
for everyone. But yeah, I think he plays on. I think he plays on console, so I don't think this will affect him. But Corey, you should um, email us or tweet us. I want to know what you think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's not not a huge amount of news this week. Partly because there's not a huge amount of news, and not because not at all because me and Dapper are really busy, and we only started the notes for this like two days ago. <laughs> Usually Fun. we're pretty on it. Usually we, we are pretty on it. Yeah, we normally start by like Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. But yeah, this week it it came to like Friday. We were like, "Fuck, we're recording tomorrow." Yep. <laughs> so yeah, like like I said, I so I said it. I said it at the beginning, but yeah, we will always we'll try and get an episode out yeah. every week, as uh, of course. But yeah, we might not be so active on social media and of like. We we will try because fundamentally it's a lot more fun when we get random questions from you guys and yeah. stuff. But equally, we have to. You, I hope that you out there can appreciate that we're busy people, and well, as much as we love doing this, this can't afford to be all that we do. Yeah. But um, anyway, we'll move on to this week's topic, which has been sticking in my mind because of that stupid picture you're using in all the tweets that you sent out about it. <laughs> I hate that picture so much because it's not relevant at all. It's hilarious. It's not. It's burrito it's like a, It's so it's so dumb. Yeah, look back on our Twitter feed at GWB Pod and you'll see the picture. I love it's that not picture. A, it's not at all relevant. I was hoping from someone who has experience in social media that you'd make everything relevant. Yeah, but you could have had like a picture boring. of the Ark of the Covenant, and that would have made more sense. No. I wanted. Yes. I couldn't be bothered googling another picture, so I just put burrito cake. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this is what we've become. Yeah. After twenty-eight weeks. Yep, twenty-eight weeks. Although I haven't been here for twenty-eight weeks, so. Yeah, listeners, do you remember those days? Yeah, those days where Brad Arena, where social media was like. Calm. The good old, bad old, bad old, good old days. Yeah. Yeah, we need to. We should get. We need to get them on. We do. I need to, I need to poke them with a stick and be like, "Hey, come back! She's <laughs> ruining it. We've dropped. She's turning into Gollum. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I actually did uh, a Gollum impression when I got game one. Please, please, out. please, don't do it again. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was a digression and a half. This week's topic is about themes and story arcs and gaming and games. What do we like? Like, what do we not like? Where? Where do we feel that games are going with this? And I think I'm going to start off by saying I think we can agree that the sort of conventional story arc of character saves the world in peril is now a bit played out and we need to move away from that. And in a lot of places we are moving away from it, but it's still a fundamental problem, Mm. I feel. I feel like Like, it's probably one of the only stories that... Not the only stories, but one of the few common stories that you can get within a game because it's it works. Yeah. And with the way that it does work, like if you look at every other story structure, it's all the same. There's always got to be an instigator. There's always yeah. got to be the romantic interest. There's always got to be, you know... The antagonist yeah. is causing all the problems and stuff. Every single story yeah. is laid out the same. Yeah, and I think well, and I think that's why when you get things that try to veer away from it, yeah. that they often stick out because it's like, well, look, there's, there's something entirely new. But I think for me, like if someone said, like, 
what do you want in a story arc and what themes do you want addressed in a game? And I would say I personally, and this varies for a lot of people, like a balance of think of things you can relate to, mm-hmm. but also things you can't. Because for me, like if I think if I do like a game or a story or a character that I completely related to, I wouldn't play it because I'm basically just going, Well, I'm playing in my life. Yeah. Like if I wanted to do that I can just experience that. Yeah. Whereas I like I like to think well, here's something I can experience on one level and I can empathise and sympathise with, but then here's something that I can only get in the game I play. Yeah. So, like, you look at... This proves... Whenever I have conversations like this, it proves how narrow my gaming knowledge is. But look at something like, say, Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. That has story elements that you can relate to. Yeah. You have sort of Nathan Drake being torn between sort of aspects of his life mm-hmm. and sort of the idea of of sort of trying to settle down and have a family that a lot of people and sort of how that changes your life and yeah which a lot of people can relate to and a lot of people do and that and that grounds the story but yeah you've got but then i think it's also attractive that we get to jump around and leap around and explore all hidden places and kill people because that's just something you never do and i think that's what gaming needs i think it needs that mix of the relatable and the impossible Mm -hmm. for me to, to to appeal to me like i want a character that i can i can say, yes, I agree with you, I want to high-five you, I want to give you a hug and make you feel okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that. I don't mean that about female characters. I just realised that can come across. <laughs> that would get me in a lot of trouble. I don't mean that about female characters. It, um, that replies, applies to anyone. <laughs> but, um, oh God, I'm going to get a lot of... I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for that. I apologise. But yes, that's quite... <laughs> that's that's what I want. Um... Yeah, so I don't know about you, Dapper, what sort of themes and story arcs appeal to you. I'm trying to think back to my script writing class and think about the themes that exist. And, like, I'm seeing the board with themes and I'm seeing him write, but I'm not seeing the writing coming up. And I'm like, oh, God. themes, themes, themes. The the problem (laughs) is when you say themes, I just start thinking about um, war. Because I had to do, uh, I had to do an A level in the history of warfare, mm-hmm. and you had to write it thematically. Mm-hmm. So whenever someone says themes, I'm thinking, right, we have generals, we have the home front, we have weaponry, we have technology. This isn't relevant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, three themes. There you are. But yeah, I will. Yeah, and yeah, I'm and trying I think... to think. Oh, mm. See, I was so terrible at script writing that I just I can't even remember half. I can remember that romance is a theme, and that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't look for ro- romances in like games at games. all. Although, like, it is usually an element within the game. There's usually always a yeah romantic interest. It's interesting because yeah, that's something I shy away from as well. Yeah. And then it was quite nice because I, I don't normally play like big grand RPGs that sort yeah. of normally have romance elements to them. And then when I played The Witcher it was it was quite a nice change of pace where it's like even though it doesn't mean anything to you, mm. sort of you personally in the real world, it's still quite nice of thinking, ooh, and just thinking, oh damn, I gave the wrong interaction and now so and so doesn't like me very much. Yeah. It's like when I played The Witcher, you know that blonde woman? Uh oh the witch. Did you kill her or not? Uh no, I had sex with her. <laughs> I killed her. Right. I didn't even think you could. Yeah, I didn't think you could either, but you can. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Um, basically, no, if I... you declare that you want to be friends with her, but still yeah. go on the date with her, it gets her killed. I can't remember. I think you actually kill her. 
for some reason. No, 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 because I, this is, sorry, this may or may not be spoilers, so if you, if, it's quite early on in the game, yeah. but the way I did it was I went on the date, and then they get, and she, like, like, puts a spell on Geralt and runs away, and then you find her again, and then they get together. Oh, for me, she was, she Because then there's a, because there's a whole, because there's a, that means, oh, that means you've lost out on a whole side quest then. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I didn't like no, her. No, <laughs> I, no, to be, the mission, the items you get from her and the missions you do are actually really interesting. Don't care, I don't like her. See, that, you don't even see her very much. <laughs> I don't like, like her. Fine, fine. But, that also is just brilliant, that also is just brilliant proof of how people's uh, experiences of that game can differ. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure there's probably three or four quests that you c- now can't do. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, she's dead. But yeah. Hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, ding dong, do it. But yeah, dead. I think the other thing was I think I think fundamentally with all things, I think games need to explore a wider variety of themes. Yeah. And stuff to be more accepted. And I think that's why when they do, they gain a lot of hope you hope for the right reasons, but a lot mm-hmm. of publicity. It's like you look at life is strange yeah. uh, and things that I won't spoil it, but that tackles some incredible themes that I had never really seen a game take so seriously. Yeah. And it was quite interesting for a game to go, yeah, we can be serious. It's not all the shooting zombies in the head, as cliche as that statement is. Like, if you get the right people doing the right thing, and sometimes yeah. almost when you get the gaminess of it to take a back seat and you just tell a story, yeah. but through the medium of a game, like it proves that actually games can do a hell of a lot more than... Than on on paper you think they would. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a, a huge amount more to say on that. Remember, if you, if you want to, I was uh... about to say something. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was about to Speak say up. like one of the good things that I've always found about like Mafia Three, and again GTA. Yes, I'm talking about it again. Is uh... the fact that they have kind of taken what's regular convention so like people who would usually be like an antagonist and put them as yes. a protagonist and that kind of flips mm. things on their yeah. head and I think that's why both those games do really well is because instead yeah. of playing the hero who saves the day like what you said you can be the bad guy who wrecks the day it's, yeah it's although feeling. I think <laughs> I think we are somewhat reaching a point where so many people are then inverting the tropes yeah. that the inverted tropes are becoming the the tropes, standard. Yeah. If like what I I was watching, it might it might have been Daredevil. I can't remember explicitly what it was, mm. but that had a couple things in it where I was like, basically, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen, and then it did the exact opposite. Like I was like, oh, I've seen this enough times. I've seen this trope enough times. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, and then. It did the exact opposite, and I was like, "That's that's rare." Normally, like you think everything is kind of so played out that you don't really think that you're going to see anything that surprises you. And I think, yeah, you're right that games are doing that as well. Yeah. See, there are some things that, from like a script writing, certain script writing subject, that, like I do remember and there's like links that usually show little references as to what's going to happen in the future of the game yes. or in the thing in the film or yeah. tv and that has like spoiled everything for me yeah i have i have the same <laughs> so i get the, i get the same thing with uh, i get the same thing with literature as well yeah like it's the thing of anything if you study anything in depth yeah. if you try and then step back and watch it you can't yep. 
I can't because you just go. I can't yeah. watch TV. I can't watch like films I, either. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I, I think I got my some of my friends or my dad to read The Great Gatsby recently, mm-hmm. which is a book I've studied, and he went to talk to me about it. And I was like, I can't have this conversation with you because I've studied so much the yeah. deeper meaning behind all that book that I can't have a discussion about it yeah i can't have a sort of a quite a re- removed discussion because my brain's going hmm all the pathetic fallacy raw yeah yes i'm a literature knob it's like <laughs> if you hadn't already worked that out it's like um when i can't sit and watch tv with my mum yeah because i'll sit and i'll go that camera shot's framed wrong oh that, that's probably that, really annoying that, remind me never to watch tv that um cut was like really out of time that <laughs> See, sometimes in news, the amount of people that stretch or cut out in a VT too long annoys the shit out of me. And I think you are the only person <laughs> that annoys. Yeah, it really does annoy me, though. Because instead of, like, having the cut end on, like... It's like, I see a cut and I'm just like, right, that should have ended on one bar of music, not two. Yeah. And I'm just like... Yeah, just no. That should have cut there. That should have ended so... there. You just like you've just went two seconds over time. I'm so tempted properly to piece together some deliberately terrible piece of video footage and just make you watch it and make you record your reaction. I watch YouTube, so it doesn't. If it wasn't, if it wasn't a huge undertaking, I'd be so tempted to do like, it. YouTube videos are usually badly cut. Like, but it's YouTube, I can kind of forgive it because it's like people who don't really know how to edit editing. But yeah. in TV and in film and in games as well, because games sometimes like require cutscenes yes. and stuff. And I'm looking, I'm just going, no, no, yeah. no, no. That's why. That's why. It, that's why I think in if when I think in the more games do this now is when cutscenes are done in in engine and in game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better because it's a lot more seamless. Yeah. Whereas when you actually had to cut away to, like, a full motion cutscene, it was like, ah, the immersion. Yeah, I'm just like... Yeah. I mean, the thing... Yeah. Yeah, just... Uh, just pe- Some people work in the industry and they just can't edit, and that annoys me. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to get into, like, so much trouble for that. But it's true. Yeah, so what, and it's so like, while I'm... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... F- fin- yeah, you're going to be attacked by the entire media industry and I'm probably going to be murdered by a feminist. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get off lightly, you won't. <laughs> I won't, You'll no. be dead. <laughs> I'm kidding. To be very clear, I genuinely did not mean what it sounded like I meant. To be fair, when you said it, Discord <laughs> cut out, so I have no idea what you said. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not repeating it. But no, I didn't actually mean that for anyone that does catch what I said. It was just a yeah. poor... Uh, confluence of sentences <laughs> back to story arcs yes yeah um did you oh you did you have somewhere to go <laughs> yeah just, you can't just, just say back to story back to arcs story, and then not go back either. to story arcs yeah i like it yeah. when um games don't kind of you know do the whole good guy yeah. thing i like yes. it when i'm the bad guy let me be bad that's why i was so upset when um what'd you call it got cancelled because you had the opportunity to be the bad guy oh what was it fable the new so fable, that <laughs> got cut oh, yeah, and yeah. got shut down. Because it was really funny because my old boss <laughs> decided to go to a gaming convention 
I used to write for uh, um, gaming magazine. And um, she was playing the bad guy and they were all, like, the other people were the good guys. She, like, climbed over the screen and just went, you all suck. <laughs> and walked away. Jesus. It was so funny. That, that's what video games can do to you. Yeah. To be fair, I did have that moment when I was playing Rocket League this week where, like, we were in a room with, like, 30 other people playing other games. Yeah. But I could tell we were being so noisy because <laughs> we were just so into it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. But, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just and that was a nice moment. It kind of reaffirmed to me the social aspect of of gaming. gaming. Yeah, I'm um, exactly the same when I play like Rocket League or Overwatch. I get very competitive and very loud. And yes. there's been a couple of times where my mum's came through at like three o'clock in the morning, knocked on my door, and said, "Can you shut up, please?" Because <laughs> yeah. I've gotten too excited and too rowdy. But, yeah, yeah. I will say, anyone who wants to play Rocket League, the AI is fantastically bad. Yeah. It's really terrible, but it's a fun game. Yeah. Have you played with the new mods where, like, you have, like, the plunger? Oh, the basketball stuff. the one with the plunger and the hook and... No. Oh, my God. Right. Basically, there's this (laughs) little fun mode of where you can have, like, little powers. And, like, you can have, like, spikes on your car where you can lift the ball and then just drive okay. it into the goals. You can have a plunger <laughs> where you can steal it away from the people and fling oh, it in the goal. that sounds incredible. It is brilliant, honestly. Uh, hopefully that game will come in a couple in a few days because I am even if I'm playing offline, that game is just so much fun. I know. Oh, um, anyway, that um, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about story arcs. Or do I? That probably about wraps things up. Yeah, this week has been a bit of a shorter episode, but that's not too surprising. Yeah. We'll hopefully come back with a big, long, exciting episode next week. I, I, say, I say this now when God knows what will happen next week. I'll probably just end up talking about Tomb Raider for five hours. <laughs> I will happily listen to you and just be like, did you get to my bit yet? Did you get to my bit yet? But yeah, you're... <laughs> Funny enough, I had, to help my, I had to help my sister play Tomb Raider 1. Yeah. I tried to, I tried to convince her to stream it because I was like, look, if you stream it from the Xbox, I will just watch the stream and I'll tell you what to do. She was like, no. <laughs> so she took a picture of her TV, and I had to, luckily I've played that game enough times that I knew exactly what she where she was. Oh my god! So I was like, yes, right, do that now. Anyway, anyway, anyway enough of that. Um, remember, if you want to get in touch with the podcast in any way, uh, if you want a guest on the show, if you want to suggest topics or questions for us to talk about, you can tweet us at gwbpod. You can email us at gwbpodcast at gmail you can find us on Snapchat as well at GWBTeam35. We also have a Discord channel, which uh, there'll be a link to in the release notes, as always. Oh, we should point out, we did post this in last week's release notes, but, and we haven't had any feedback yet, but uh, anyone who saw last week's show will, will notice that we didn't do the conventional thing of uh, releasing the full release notes on Podbean and having a link to the PDF. Uh, we just put in a synopsis for the episode and uh, then a link to the PDF because we f- we found that the way Pod- what Podbean does to our formatting is incredibly aggravating and incredibly time-consuming, so we're trying yeah. just having literally just the PDF and a synopsis, so that's all you'd see on the Podbean. Yeah. Then if you wanted to find all the links to the articles, you just have to open the PDF and then you'll get them there. Yep. Um, so yeah, this is something we're trialling because it's it's much it means it's much less complicated for us, mm. but to be honest, if you turn around and say, no, we'd like you to go back to the old way, then that's fine, yeah. but we'd appreciate any feedback uh, regarding that and there's a feedback um, can... channel in discord as well 
yes as well or you can just tweet us uh if it's just something short it doesn't have to be through discord i know not everyone uses it yeah. we do appreciate that and we like we like people who use it because it's a nice way to communicate yep but yes that's just a very minor thing that we changed over the last week and yes feel free to give us feedback yeah if we're being brutally honest it's something that makes life easier for us yeah uh when it comes to actually having to, to delivering this to you i don't know how but... many times i've spent fiddling with bullet points on that yes. bloody thing yeah, it's not it's not, not ideal. Yeah, it's not the best. Yeah. Anyway, um you can find me personally on Twitter at another GMG blog. Uh you can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. You can find me on PSN at Merciful underscore fate four nine seven, where I'll probably be playing Rocket League, but you will not be playing against me. <laughs> uh Dapper, where can people find you? Just Google Dapper Paper Bag. You'll find me. Yep. Sadly you will. And then you'll fall down a whole lump of content. Yeah. He will fall down a, a dark, hole. dark hole of content. Yep, literally. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I think that just about wraps up this week. Thank you very much uh, to your listeners for uh, enjoying and downloading this episode, and we will hopefully see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.